Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. After a three-year hiatus, Notting Hill Carnival is back this weekend. Millions are expected to flock to London for Europe's biggest street party, which will celebrate its 56th anniversary. The festival's going ahead despite some bus strikes and tube station closures over the bank holiday weekend. Having been off since 2019, this year's carnival is expected to be bigger and better than ever, with more mass bands and sound systems than ever before. So, what else will make this one the best yet? And why is the carnival so important for the capital? Joining me now is Notting Hill Carnival veteran Clary Salandi, who's been designing costumes for the event since the 80s. So, Clary, how important is it to have Notting Hill Carnival back this year? It is the most important thing in the lives of our community to have carnival. It's such an important part of our heritage. And to not have had carnival for so many years, it means that a lot of our young people of our community have not had the opportunity to experience their culture, to develop in their culture, to grow in their culture, to learn from from their families and to learn. And, And the engagement between other communities hasn't happened. So it is really, really one of the most important things that the Notting Hill Carnival is back this year. And not just because of those things, but also because we just need to have some fun. We need to have a good time and we need to celebrate together and we need to see our friends. And we need to remember all those people who didn't make it through. So this year is very, very special for that reason. We've obviously had three years without it. Now it's promising to be bigger and better than ever. What can we expect? I think you can expect spectacle spectacular costumes people have been working on them for three years and uh, and have been able to use them so i should think that they'll be absolutely amazing you need to expect that there would be it would be very very busy lots of people want to see lots of people want to, to dance i think it's going to be the most amazing spectacular celebration this year it's such a key part of the culture for london not just the local communities that have been in it for generations but it's also for all the new people, all the young people and everybody who's coming. What a special time. It's so, so very, very special. And having been involved for so long, how would you say the event has evolved and is evolving, really? Because I know you're having the first electric float this year. Do you think it's going in a more green direction? The wonderful thing about the expression of Carnival 
is that it is it reflects the era in which it is being in which it's happening it is a part of the lives and the ongoing lives of the people so if going green is a key part of our life then it is the best thing ever that the carnival reflects that because carnival is a part of our life and it reflects every aspect across all aspects of our life so if you're making the costumes again you have to think about your energy you've got to be sustainable you've got to think about recycling because that's all there if you're doing the music you're taking the same thing about the generators and everything it's going to take a while for carnival to get rid to transform into something different but we're on the way there and so it's really a very very positive move that we have more electric vehicles and we look at how we can possibly do more with sustainability and recycling and that sort of thing and but recycling has always been a, at the heart of carnival it was a tradition that you dismantle the old costume and use what you had before to create costumes for the following year so we've never been a wasteful art form from that perspective and we know how much of a community event it is do you think that community spirit is as present today as it has been over the years i think that the community spirit is evolving and it's reflecting more of of the general population and i think people are more people want to be part of carnival more people want to see it so i think the community aspect of carnival will always be there but there is now a bigger commercial part of carnival that didn't exist when we started it had always had a little bit of you know you need to pay for your costume did it did it but it was still always made in a community way by the community and the people who wore it made it that is happening a lot less now unfortunately because we really do need our young people to gain their creative skills through carnival that is really part of the ethos so some of the commercial end is very popular in the world now mass production and all that sort of thing you know so there are two strands there's a community strand and there's a commercial strand and this is happily side by side now to someone else involved this year tamsin salfrey from colors carnival a mass band for the carnival parade so tamsin what is it like to have the event back after this three-year hiatus oh it is brilliant we are so so excited to be back on the road again um we've tried to keep up especially on social media we've tried to keep up a presence online but you know it's not the same is it it's being everyone being together back again doing what we love as a team um and seeing our masqueraders you know picking up their costumes being in costume on the day so very very happy about that i mean personally for me um carnival is about connecting with my caribbean roots so Although my parents and myself were born here, I am a third generation um, Trinidadian, so Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Um, And actually, until I started working for Colours, Carnival was really the one time a year, apart from Christmas, you know, eating the (laughs) the good food and the music. It was the one time of year that I kind of connected with that part of my identity and that part of my identity was at the forefront. And I know speaking to some of our customers, many feel the same. So definitely very very happy to be back on the road after yeah the two years off yeah now this year is being touted as the biggest and best carnival ever what are you guys bringing to the party so we're working with different partners we've got big brands like havana rum on board with us but also we're trying to especially you know it's 
bringing it back to the roots kind of thing, what that's the vibe we're going for this year. And we're working with a range of independent businesses in our community. We've got a small um, bum bag company called Timia Blings. We've got a greeting card company that celebrates different aspects of the community, cards inclusive. We've got a pepper sauce, Saturday's pepper sauce. So we're working with those. We're also working with a charity, which I believe it's the first time a mass band has done this work with a charity on the road, uh, Black Women Rising. They are a cancer charity who specifically help and give the tools to women of colour. They also have Black Men Rising for men, so we don't, we're not leaving the men out either. <laughs> we're working with all these different partners this year to make it bigger and better than ever for our community, but also for our customers. You know, we want to give them a whole experience, not just the two days. We want to kind of really show them what Carnival is about for the first timers or just celebrate for the ones who've done it many, many times before. Now, I was going to ask you why you think it's such a significant event, but I guess, as you said, the theme for this year kind of says it all, really, taking it back to the roots. I think that's what it is. I think with it being, you know, the biggest one in Europe, I think it's nice for the Caribbean community to kind of link to their identity, you know, find somewhere away from, you know, the islands that everyone comes together, as they've done for, what, 50, 50 odd years now. But also, it's a chance for people who aren't in that community just to celebrate, just to have some good food, let loose, have fun, dance, sing in the street. It's really freeing. It's really, I love it. Even as a customer, I love it. I, um, yeah, just enjoy that part of it. And I think, especially after, you know, we've had all these restrictions the last few years, whether you're from the Caribbean or not, I think everyone can enjoy just being excited and yeah freeing up really <laughs> to be honest um also i feel like one thing that i love about the carnival above anything else is that we have all different races body types genders everything everyone feels comfortable on the road because everyone's embraced everyone can feel like a king or a queen if they're in a costume or just feel happy and i think that's a big thing you know there's a lot of sad news at the moment there's I mean always isn't there it's a lot of sad news and there's a lot of hard hardships and I think Carnival is a place where two days you can put those on pause forget that have a little bit of fun yeah I think that's probably why it's so significant and why it draws so many people at two million crowds of two million so what are you most excited about this year? I think it's just seeing people in the costumes. So on our committee, you know, we've spent so much time and effort going into designing these costumes, working with our designer, coming up with the concept and seeing people this week. I worked at distribution this week and seeing people so happy when they pick up their costumes and like this one woman said oh i've got goosebumps she was so happy she's like oh it's different from the picture it's better and just seeing people's excitement and just it really brings everyone together and i think that's what i'm most excited about is seeing the all ideas come to fruition and seeing our customers really happy about it i think that's probably yeah what i'm most excited about Let's take a break now. In part two, the Evening Standards Culture Commissioning Editor, Jochen Embley, explains why the carnival is so significant. I think it generates something like £120 million for the London economy each time it happens. So, I mean, in that sense, it's huge, but on a sort of cultural, social sense as well, it's, it's absolutely massive. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Joining me now is the Evening Standards Culture Commissioning Editor, Jochen Embley. So Jochen, what do you think this year's event is going to be like, considering it's just been through this three-year hiatus? Yeah, it's going to be incredible, isn't it? I think it's going to be a huge sort of uh, release of emotion and, I guess, tension, I suppose. You know, everything that's happened with the pandemic and then also everything that we've seen happening um, on a social level, I suppose, with you know, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and everything that's happened over in the States and over here as well. So, yeah, I think it's going to be one for the ages. I think you never know how people are going to kind of respond in these sort of times, but I think it's definitely going to be a carnival for the ages, that's for sure. And it's estimated around 2 million people will come to London for the event. It's obviously steeped in history. How significant is it for London? Yeah, it's massive. I mean... If you just look at the kind of raw numbers, you can see, like you say, millions of people come, um, hundreds of thousands of tourists come from abroad for it. Um, I think it generates something like £120 million for the London economy each time it happens. So, I mean, in that sense, it's huge, but on a sort of cultural, social sense as well, it's, it's absolutely massive. I mean, you look at the effect that sort of Caribbean culture, black culture has had on British culture as a whole over the last you know 50 years or so. It's massive. I mean, it spans everything from music to to food to, you know, just kind of all walks of cultural life. And Carnival is is an embodiment of that. That is, that is what it sort of celebrates. And then also, you know, the reason why Carnival first came about back in the 60s was to try and sort of heal or soothe some of the racial divides that were in that part of London at that time. And, um, you know, sadly, decades on, we're still dealing with similar sort of issues. So, yeah, I think it was hugely important back then and it's, it's, it's hugely important today. And it seems like the event is moving forwards and trying to go more green with the first ever electric float being used. How important is it, do you think, that these sort of events try to become more environmentally friendly? Yeah, I think massively important. I think we can't really ignore the sort of footprint that huge events like these have. Um, and we've all just experienced that heat wave, which is a very sort of real reminder of the climate crisis that we're living through. So yeah, I think events like these need to take responsibility to try and be as environmentally friendly as they can. And to be honest, I think people expect it these days. I think the days of, you know, go to an event and not worry about what happens afterwards or what happens, you know, in an environment in a sense way there, I think are gone. So yeah, I think it's, it's great to see electric floats and hopefully it's something that the organisers and those involved will kick on within years to come. So in the grand scheme of things, where do you think the Notting Hill Carnival ranks in terms of big events that happen in London? I think it's the biggest, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not really sure what could 
compare with something like Notting Hill Carnival. I mean, just in terms of its scale, you know, the millions of people that come, you know, it's a, it's a proper, you know, veteran of the cultural scene in London. And yeah, like I said, kind of just what it stands for, those sort of values of harmony and togetherness and unity are as important today as they were in the 60s. So yeah, I think all those things combined mean that it's kind of in a league of its own. And um, yeah, it's amazing to have it back. You can find everything you need to know about Notting Hill Carnival at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.